0: this to a brand new edition of m class podcast i'm jeff i'm josh and if you've never listened to this show before what the fuck you been doing with your life also why are you starting on episode like 137 or whatever the fuck this that's is. pretty close that's pretty fucking Was close it? oh man i'm good i don't know where we're at actually i've lost track yeah well i have two of my life I've lost control of my life. I've lost all sense of time, duty, honor. <laughs> he said yeah. Yeah, This is a Star Trek podcast, believe it or not, and uh, we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media, usually just an episode so far, although we, we did do a, a, oh, I almost said the phrase, we, we did a Pick-A-Path book. Shit, we almost got sued hard. On Patreon. Go check that out. Patreon.com slash class Podcast. Pick-A-Path. We, a path. we uh, take apart an episode of Star Trek uh, given to us by our listeners and collections. We tell you uh, whether it's worth your time or it's garbage mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality, which we'll get to later. Don't worry about it. It'll come in... Up. It'll come back up. It'll <laughs> come. It'll come in your mouth. This time around, we're we're balls deep in Sully's uh monster of the fucking whatever mash collection. The bad yeah, episode collection with monsters in it. It's Halloween still. It's <laughs> Halloween in December. <laughs> it's December thirty first, somewhere. Wait, October thirty first somewhere. This was a uh a fun <laughs> collection. To start with, but uh, it, it's gone a little downhill. Um, oh, it's nothing can be worse than last time. No, last episode, like last episode was definitely the bottom of the barrel when it comes to. Ep- we did yeah. the candle fucker episode, Sub Rosa. Yeah, this time we don't time even around. we don't even see the candle go in anything. <laughs> we don't even get Gonzo style in that episode. <laughs> the Muppet. Yeah. I I imagine he would be real into it. He invented that porn style. Did you know that? (laughs) He also invented gonzo journalism. (laughs) Him and Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, yeah, yeah. They were doing, like, fucking, like, brown brown off of each other's tits. (laughs) Uh, This is um, the next to last episode of this collection. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Enterprise Season 3, Episode 5, uh, Impulse. Yeah, I don't know why it's called that. I guess because Impulse Control. I guess. And Impulse Engines. They go I don't Impulse really know Speed a lot in this episode. Yeah, Also, they go... they're following, the Vulcans are following their impulses. That's what I mean. Their impulses are, they they don't have any control. They're zombies, uh, too? Yeah, there's, <laughs> they're zombies. I guess that makes sense. I think it's important to point out that this episode came out uh, on October 8th, 2003. So it was a Halloween episode. It's a Halloween episode, and I also think <coughs> it is um, smack fucking dab in the absolute height of zombie mania. That you think? Happening. I, I, was, I, I think was thinking about 2000, yeah uh, 2002 to about 2010. <coughs> Is, yeah, it was a while. And, like, yeah. it started falling off really heavily around 2008, 2009. Well, when, like, season three of Walking Dead came out, it was like, all right, I'm good. We're good here. Yeah, we don't- that's actually when I dropped off as well. Yeah, I, we, we don't, don't need to season watch Season three is when they go to the prison, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's with the main dude, right? Uh, the main villain in the comic at that point was. Oh, Negan. Ne- no, no, before Negan, the governor. governor oh, the governor. His... Yeah. I think his name was just the governor. The governor, yeah. yeah. Um, the main villain in the comics is Man. <laughs> this, uh,. <laughs> This episode was written by Jonathan Fernandez, who uh, was a story editor on the third season of Star Trek Enterprise. While I was watching this episode, all I could think is, like, this feels like a B-movie in a very specific way. Yeah. And I was trying to put my finger on it, and I was like, it feels like really low budget. And, you think so? Hmm. I mean, like, except the outside shots. That shit looks like it cost a pretty penny. <laughs> When they're on the asteroid, yeah, yeah that was pretty good. This shit yeah. looks like it cost a lot of money, but I feel f- like they did a good job with the ship. Like, I think the sets were really good. I, I actually. do, too, but like, there's a there's like a claustrophobia to the way it's shot that was probably on purpose. Yeah, um, that also sort of doubled as a way to not make bigger sets. Yeah, there's and, a lot of Dutch angles. Too. Like, I'm not. When I say that it feels cheaper in a specific Mm. way, I think it'll make sense when I point out what I figured out. Okay, It feels like a Roger Corman production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's really well made and it didn't cost very much. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I feel vindicated is that Jonathan Fernandez worked with Roger Corman as a production executive. That's amazing! Like I figured it out, and it turned out to be fucking true. Don't you love being right? I Even love though being I get, right. I get so sick of being right all the time. It's like, oh god, I'm I'm never right. I'm always with Josh, the rightest man. So, <laughs> for once in my life, I'm right. No, that's cool. I love when that stuff happens, man. You're like, oh wait a minute, you can like see through the was, the the art of it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this in a weird way reminded me of Carnosaur. Yeah. Because yeah. the way it's shot is very, like, close up, and the sets mm-hmm. are really good for the most part. But it's, like, you could sort of see if the camera small. moves slightly yeah. over, you're going to see They're very small, out. yeah. It's very Roger Corman, who is known amongst, like, film buffs and, like, people in the industry as, like, the guy you go to when you don't have a lot of money, and you mm-hmm. want it to be stretched as far as you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, cre- that's he awesome. creates really great productions for like next to nothing. Well, this show probably cost three cents in two thousand and three to yeah. make. I mean, three cents plus like a thousand eight hundred dollars per shot of the CGI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking a thousand bucks for frame of the CGI. I mean, they do a super good job with the asteroid. Yeah, field. the asteroid belt looks amazing. Yeah, and it's it's. It's even cooler if you think about how they had to make the asteroids, like, move at a randomness, right? Like, there must have been some kind of something that, like, After Effects or, or something that has, like, a, a, a randomized objects <laughs> mover thing, a, you know? I think there's a... Um, and there's sort of a Roger Cormannness to the way the asteroids move as well, because, like, I replayed that scene with the asteroids, because I was like... Yeah. Like the first shot of it, because I was like, "Wow, that looks like it costs so much money." Yeah, for a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I replayed it, and only two of the asteroids move in a random motion, but they're the ones that are closest in the to, front. Yeah, so you can which cheat. is genius. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it adds so much. Like I was like really nervous with uh, the B plot of this because I was like, this is such a cool science fiction like space like like enterprise really really likes like actual space missions like yeah. that's why they like have like uh, Apollo vests, right? They wear, like, NASA outfits, right? Like, because I think they really enjoyed that aspect of early space travel where, like, men would go on to the moon and shit, right? Like, yeah, they were trying to, like, bridge the gap yeah, what we understand of space travel and what it looks like in, like, TOS. Right. And I, and I think it's really cool that, like, this episode ha- is, like, a fucking zombie movie mixed with, like, a... Uh, Actual science fiction thing that would scare the living shit out of you yeah. by going onto an asteroid and digging up this shit when there's asteroids like flying all around you and shit. Yeah, dude. well, that's the actual scary part of the episode. yeah. Like the zombies yeah. or whatever, but like the the fact that you're on the face of an asteroid that could just smash into another one instantly yeah. and kill you—that's terrifying. They would, and like, dude, they're just like, let's go, and it's like, <laughs> man, did you think about? I mean. They do say, like, oh, we'll find one that's kind of farther away, so it doesn't yeah, get a sort of by you know? itself. Yeah, but, dude, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that really gets me about this episode is they're like, we need to go on this rescue mission, and we have to go through the asteroid belt. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Reed? <laughs> <laughs> Travis is the pilot. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he... he- I guess because Archer was—he's a better pilot than Travis, right? Well, that's shit. Travis is the pilot. Yeah, but he's young, so he doesn't have all the experience. So he does the (laughs) same exact shit when they go out for like the stakes in this episode are all over the place. Yeah, because like it's life or fucking death with the Vulcan ship out there. Like we're going on a rescue mission. We don't know there's zombies yet. We're we're seeing if they're all dead. And, mm-hmm. like, we could die doing this in the asteroid belt. And then it turns around, and uh, Trip and Travis are like, oh, let's just go out there and get some rocks. And they're just <laughs> like, yeah, they're just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's like a weekend fishing trip yeah, for these two. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's see, go get some samples. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we need that trillium. Dude. Uh, yeah, like... Them going to the Vulcan ship is fucking dumb as shit. Also, like, like they're there to like we're already within the Zindi shit, yeah, right? This is so they're, they're at yeah. war. Yeah. At this point, they're trying to find the Zindi, and they come across like a spooky ghost ship story, which is really cool, right? Like, I love spooky ghost ship stories. So it's like True. the Vulcans are like, there. We don't know what happened to the Salea. They got missing in action. They went into the fucking cloud. They got Chuck Norris stars in miss- Missing in Action. Yeah, <laughs> they got Final Countdown, the movie, not the song. Maybe the song it's a good movie. Do you ever see that movie? It's pretty good. No, nah, I've never seen that. It's about uh, F-14s going back in time to Pearl Harbor and trying to stop Pearl Harbor from Wh- happening. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then they realize that they can't do that because it would fuck everything up, right? So not Bill and Ted roles. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> remember a trash can <laughs> whoa, whoa I guess we did <laughs> you did steal your dad's keys <laughs> um this episode was directed by David Livingston I presume oh my god I waggled my eyebrows at you all I heard it I heard, heard it a, wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> who um is the most prolific director in the franchise ever ever. Directed two episodes of Next Gen, 17 of DS9, 28 of Voyager, 15 of Enterprise. 28 of Voyager, huh? Total of 62 episodes. That's the sex number. It's close enough not to matter for me, baby. That's right, it's only seven away. <laughs> um, he also produced episodes of Baywatch 9. Oh, fuck, the shitty Baywatch where nobody was in a bathing suit, so why the hell are we watching it? (laughs) He also, speaking of whispering titles, directed episodes of Sliders. Sliders. I knew you were going to say Sliders. I knew it. What a great fucking show. For a while. The first two seasons are great. I love that show. To a point. Yeah,
1: Yeah, first two
0: seasons is a good cutoff point. Then the brother is there. It's Jerry O'Connell's actual brother. Yeah. Who appears reason. with Jerry O'Connell in quite a lot of shit, actually. Yeah, it's almost like he's, like, hanging on. Could be. <laughs> he needs to get, like, a cushy career doing the shit that Jerry O'Connell doesn't want to do. Which is what Tom Hanks's brother does. Yeah, he does the voice acting for, like, uh, the cowboy. What's Woody. his name? Woody. I'm just gonna call him Tommy. How did I you forget... A word that man. also means boner. <laughs> Cause I haven't said woody for boner since I was like Stiffy. 10. Stiffy. I got a stiffy. <laughs> Raging Manhorn. <laughs> Teacher, can I go to the bathroom? I got a stiffy. <laughs> I got a number three. <laughs> I got a number three. Yeah, it's only natural, Jeff, so sign out and take the pass. Don't put it near it. <laughs> so uh, this episode starts with a flash forward. Yeah, for some reason, Archer and Flocks carry to Paul's body into sick bay and throw her on a table and uh, on a bio bed, and they have to restrain her because she's screaming and threatening to kill Archer. And yeah. Jolene Blaylock really going nuts here. Really yeah. good. She she really gets into this only chance to play emotions. Yeah. She Look, I've probably said this before. Uh, she is underrated Vulcan acting. She's very good at being a Vulcan. I think uh, she suffers from a similar problem to Archer's character, where, like, they're not doing their best work at the beginning of the series. Yeah, yes, yes. But, like... Partway through season one, into season two, they start doing like some incredible work as actors. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I think she's underrated as an actress anyway. Like people sort of treat her like she's like an eye candy character. Well, she was like a Maxim like cover girl, right? So like that wasn't doing anybody any favors in like two thousand and three. That's true. You know what I mean? Like I think she she's one of the few actors who play a Vulcan who really like i i don't i don't even know who i could say beyond like uh Nimoy and tuvox tim, uh, tim tim russ, tim russ. Yeah. like it's just these three who really tap into like the underlying emotional core of a character yeah. who doesn't show their emotions and they use they use her acting well too in the series where you know this is the beginning of that where she gets affected by the tralium, and that l- makes her like less controlled you know yeah. which is kind of cool um but it you gives also the actress see it. a little bit more of a chance to stretch her acting jobs yeah. but you see her like evolve like like the character evolves because she's with the humans for so long and there's that episode where she's like am i like becoming a human <laughs> She's like they're like rubbing off on yeah, me. You're We're right. like a disease. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like I, you know, I've gotten used to the smell and like, <laughs> which just, like yeah, fucking humans racist smell and shit. <laughs> like shit is what we learned. Yeah. In Enterprise. I like when she comes in and Porthos is there and she like smells him and she looks at him like Ugh, Ugh, you, you know? smell almost as bad as a filthy humie. She probably smells his butt, dude. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, they do have great sense of smell. Yeah, they got yeah. <laughs> but uh, we get a little flashback now, one day earlier, <laughs> which is like really silly. Yeah, the whole like, episode like, takes place during this flashback. Yeah, why did you have a flash? For- Whatever. You know what? It's an easy, it's cheap a, way. It's a Flash forward yeah. that we don't even go back to meet in this no, episode. You don't we, really see it. We flash further forward to where she's Past recovering. It. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a cheap effective way to add drama. I guess so. <laughs> we get this little dramatic back and forth between Trip Tucker and Archer. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we gotta bring back moving on, Captain. The chef was talking about how nobody eats his catfish but me no more. Jeff was talking to me about uh, uh, fried peanuts, boiled peanuts, and I was like goo bao go we gotta go how moving out. We watch more westerns. Pow pow yeehaw. I'm from Florida question <laughs> I'm from the wild West Florida but, like, we're deep in the Zindi war at this point, and everybody is on edge. No one's eating as much as they should be, and he's like, look, we either need to bring back movie night, or, or Phlox, Phlox needs to night. drug us up. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, either one. And Archie's like, well, what do you have in mind? Which felt like a strange line to me. Because Tucker yeah. just said to bring movie night back. Well, I think he was talking about which movie he's do like, you want to a watch. comedy. Yeah. And Paul comes in, and there's already something off about her. Yeah. And we find out later that uh, she and Tucker have been working with Trillium D this whole time. Yeah, which apparently is like Crocodile for uh, Yeah, it makes you Vulcans. go buck wild. <laughs> if you don't know what Crocodile is, don't look no. it up. It'll ruin your life. That is uh, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> A police officer came to my place of business once. I was working (laughs) for the copper company that shall not be named. (laughs) Big copper. And he copper came to the copper copper company to the copper company and gave us a presentation on different types of drugs. And I'm like, why is he here? Was this middle school? This is not like, middle the school. Fuck? Yeah, what And the he fuck? showed us photos of, like, people who had taken crocodile and, like, their yeah. fucking skin and muscle and shit had, like, melted off. Yeah, it makes you look like a zombie, like a real-life zombie. And I was, the whole time, like, I I didn't have the guts, but I was thinking about it the whole time, but I knew no one would find it funny but me. I was gonna raise my hand and be like, why are you here? <laughs> Dude! But nobody would find it funny but me, and I would get in trouble, so I didn't want to fucking deal with it. It was middle school. It was middle school. And he's like, he's obviously up there, like, making a bunch of horse shit up. Like, marijuana's a gateway. If you do marijuana once, you'll be doing cocaine within a year. (laughs) And all the fucking stuffed shirt-ass white people working there and nodding their heads like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> then you'll be doing crocodile. Next thing you know, you'll be on a the Saleya huffing trellium D <laughs> Sucking D for Trellium D. We've all been there. We've all been yeah, there. Yeah, we I need it. It's a responsibility. <laughs> but uh she's like, I could have helped you done this. Like that's my job or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, our resident insomniac was looking for something to do. Ha, he can't ha, sleep because ha, ha. he has PTSD." Ha 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 ha. It's funny. <laughs> and Tucker asked to Paul, if "She's if she's doing anything Tuesday night?" And it's she's, a date. She's like, "What is it? Movie night? Yeah, let's fuck, let's finger each other next to Flocks because he would be okay with that. <laughs> He'd join in." He'd be like, mm, can I watch? This is interesting. There's a distress call, though, and it's Vulcan! Dun-dun-dun. Oh, shit. They're like, please come help us. We're fucking zombies now. We are dying horrific deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we ever come into this godforsaken zone of death? Anyway, uh, <laughs> please return at your earliest convenience. <laughs> Uh, they go to the bridge and T'Pol figures out that uh, she recognizes the transponder frequency immediately because, as we learn later, she was yeah. actually aboard the ship. Yeah, that's one of those things where I'm like, eh, all right. That's fine. Eh, that's fine. What, whatever. It's, it's, it's a little silly, but okay. It's the it's the Vulcan cruiser Silea that's been missing for nine months. Oh, it's a ghost ship. And uh, when they get there, they find... Uh, an extremely expensive CGI asteroid field (laughs) (laughs) that's being affected by the spatial anomalies that exist within this uh, expanse. I love, like, okay, I love the expanse and the idea of it. I think it's great. I think it's brilliant. Like, you you have something, right, that doesn't exist in Star Trek time, and I remember people being really pissy and like, oh, what's this expanse? What is, you know... that's not a thing. And, like, yeah, it's not a thing because they have to, like, fix it, right? Yeah, also, like, it could be explained away as easily as they don't go there anymore because they know how fucked up it is. Yeah, but, like, I love how it's, like, this whole bigger thing, and it's... I don't know. I I really enjoy The Expanse as a thing. The Expanse is license to write whatever type of fucking yeah, story you want. Which is but, genius to give yourself. But stay within the Star Trek yeah, lore. Absolutely. Right? It's like, a genius move, really. When yeah. You think about yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, the expensive asteroids are going all over the fucking place. They're wacky, wacky asteroids. And Archer's like, the Enterprise is a little bit too big to go in. You know, like my dick in your mom's tight vagina. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, whoa. whoa! God damn, Scott Blackula. <laughs> Reed comes in. What I missed? We're in the <laughs> we're, <laughs> uh, we're in the Monster Mash collection. So it's of course Scott Dracula. Oh yes, Scott Dracula. Or I would also accept Scott Blackula, but he's white. He's Scott Whiteula. <laughs> Scott Honkula. Scott. <laughs> uh, but the Scott Cracula did it. Nailed it. God, you fucking did it. Got it. Tucker's like, the Soleil is out there in the asteroid belt, and they're out there because it was loaded with fucking trellium ore. We gotta get our hands on some of that shit. And Archer's like, we need a pilot to get out there into those asteroids. Wake up, Malcolm Reed. <laughs> I like how Malcolm Reed suffers from little man syndrome and grabs like the a- AR-15 of oh, yeah. phasers. He's got like a yeah. phaser that's bigger than his entire upper body. He's got the Mako phaser because those are cooler. Yeah, he. <laughs> uh, so T'Pol is coming with, of course, because th- if Starfleet has taught us anything, is the best way to deal with an alien race is to force another member of the alien race to be intermediary with you. Yeah, also, take your two most important officers on this dangerous-ass mission. Who's going to run the ship later? Fucking trip? <laughs> yee hold my ship now, boys! Oh, boy, this is the hey, USS be... fucking prize now. <laughs> I'm going to paint goddamn old stars and bars on this motherfucker. Oh, my God, he would. <laughs> he fucking would. That deep-south <laughs> <laughs> fucking... <laughs> deep-south fucking Floridian? <laughs> From Miami, dude. <laughs> Jesus. But uh before he leaves, Archie's like, Tucker, get me some of that sweet fucking D. Yep. And Tucker's He's like, like you own a captain. <laughs> you got it, Captain? Yeehaw. A <laughs> <laughs> um there's a Mako member with them because remember Mako's exist. Yeah, he's there. He's his name's like Anderson his or name's Hawkins. About. Hawkins, like the How did the he stranger not die? Things. He doesn't. He doesn't like, die. Is that like a like a red herring thrown to us as the audience yeah, to yeah. make us think he's gonna die? A red shirting, yeah. Ha-ha, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like they're dipping and diving and dodging a dodgeball through this fucking asteroid belt. <laughs> yeah. You can dodge an asteroid. You can dodge a ball. They're Han Soloing it up pretty hard here. T'Pol's like, I can take the helm. I can help. I can help yeah. Dad. <clears throat> and he's like, maybe on the way back. <laughs> Just like <laughs> the most mom and dad ass so shit. Maybe on the ever. way back. Yeah. yeah. But T'Pol's <laughs> like, I actually served on the cilia for a year as the deputy science officer. I'm like, oh wow, that's fascinating. It was my last assignment before joining the Vulcan Consulate on Earth. Yeah, tell us more about your Vulcan-ass boring jobs you had. The the Sileo was charting the thermobaric perimeter when they reported being caught in a subspace eddy, Captain. And he's like, "Fucking cool, all right." Sweet. Okay. Concentrating here. They were never <laughs> heard from again. Dun, dun, dun the Vankara was sent to find them and you already know what happened to that crow. Yeah, what happened to them? Uh, the Vankara was a Vulcan starship that was in service blah blah blah. The ship entered the Delphic expanse searching for yeah. the Selea. Less than two days later, the Vulcan High Command received a distress call. Six hours after that, they received a transmission of the crew killing each other barehanded. They went psycho, and they they saw the video of it. That's right. Before they go into the expanse, they see it, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, that place is crazy. Yeah, if you're Vulcan anyway. Yeah. (laughs) This shit will fuck you up. Fuck you up Good. I'm trying to get high, I got that Trillium D, that shit'll fuck you up. Dude, I don't know if you're ready for the D, but this one's for oh, for free. The first one always is. I'm Bob from behind the mall. <laughs> if you want to know a- what the fuck Josh is talking about, become a patron over at patreon.com slash <laughs> M and listen to the Christmas question mark episode yeah, of Jeff yeah. and Josh Shoot the Shit. Yeah. Now I have to call it that. The Christmas question mark episode. Uh, meanwhile, during this extremely tense life or death flying situation, mm-hmm. Tucker and Travis are transporting asteroids onto the ship and it fucks up. I love this. This is great. This is fucking great. The transporter like, fucks up and it rematerializes yeah. all of them as like pieces all over the fucking wall. They're inside the wall and shit. And the t- Tucker's like... That's a new one for a maintenance crew. Ting. <laughs> and he just leaves it like. Yeah, that. they just leave it. But they're like, all <laughs> right, well, we're in the middle of probably the most dangerous situation in space you could ever possibly be in, besides a black yeah. hole. Yeah, it's uh, up there. Let's take a shuttle pod out there and get some fucking rocks, baby. <laughs> and dude, and and uh, fucking Travis is like, hell yeah. Travis I get to be like, in this episode. <laughs> Travis is like, "Why wasn't I on the first mission to fly out there?" He's too important. He's good at flying the Enterprise. That's it. He he can yeah. drive a stick shift. He can't. He cannot drive uh, large machinery. He can't. He doesn't have his CDL. He can't drive the shuttle. The shuttlepod one arrives at the Vulcan cruiser, and I. Uh, Parts of it have just ripped away, and you can see inside. It looks really fucking cool. It looks cool, and when they're flying to it, I love how when they get sprayed by, like, rocks. It goes like, and it like, and it, like, sparks. Like, that's yeah. really cool, yeah. We're gonna need a new paint job. Yeah, because we still paint things, I like guess? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I guess I, they're painting I guess they paint yeah, everything, though. right? I don't know. It would be a lot of, of, of useless weight to paint the ship. They don't gotta worry about that anymore. (laughs) People (laughs) bring their goddamn families on these things. No, no, but like it would just be like I don't know. They, I don't think they paint the Enterprise. It's soft metal, I think. Well, they paint the lettering and shit on it. Yeah, that's paint, but not like it's not painted silver. That'd be silly. It already is silver. I guess it's true. Even when they go on the uh, Enterprise to look at the. what is it called? Old Platy or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. They go. Old Platy. Old Platy. The the first like it's my the favorite battle damage. <laughs> what is that? Old oh, Platy. I don't remember the name of it. But uh. Uh, they they don't get any uh, responses to their hails. But there are biosigns on the ship. Yep. And uh, there's a docking port still in use, but only one. That's convenient. So they dock into it. And uh, they all climb on board out of a little hole in the floor. Yeah, and when they dock into it, it goes. Ah. <laughs> it's weird how that is. That was thing. almost the baby sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ripolia, R.I.P. <laughs> um, reads like the bulkhead has trellium all over it. Yeah, they were spraying mm. the trellium on it cuz that helps the the anomalies don't warp your ship and shit. Yeah, they uh, they split into Scooby Doo pairs. Yeah, and there's Vulcan blood all over the bulkheads and they're like, "Wow, weird." Anyway, <coughs> Hawkins is like, "Why would anyone paint this wall green?" <laughs> I'm an idiot. Duh. Fucking a woman doing stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But uh, they hear a knocking on a door, and they head towards it, and the music's all like, dun-dun, Yeah, dun, it's dun. spooky. It's spooky. But uh, they override the door's control, and a Vulcan comes out swinging a fucking bat. He's got a <laughs> pipe or something, and he's like, Rar! I don't know if you know this, but, like, having your zombies swing a pipe makes them a hundred times less scary. <laughs> well, they they're like rage zombies, right? They're not, like, slow zombies, but no. they're also not very quick. I don't know what they were going for they're, here. They're definitely rage zombies, although they're acting like Romero zombies. Like, yeah, they Ooh. are, yeah. Yeah, they even make the sound, like, when they capture yeah. the one, right? And, and he's like... Aah. But, like, <laughs> the scary thing about zombies is that they're trying to eat you. Yeah, these aren't. Not that they're trying to just hit you with a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also you have a fucking space gun, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, they start shooting guns later, which is like, what level of intelligence are they? Well, that's the question, Because they can, right? like, shut down computer systems and shit, but they do yeah. it by ripping shit out of a wall. And they can yeah. use phasers set to kill, but they they just sort of slough around going, Urgh. Well, they, like, don't aim right either, right? They kind yeah. of shoot, like, weird, like they're not in control of their aim and shit. Like, me after sex. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of those episodes as well that, like, really, really downplays how strong Vulcans are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, these things could, like, fuck them up, right? Like, they do a lot of, like, holding to Paul and, like making her like forcing her physically to do shit when she could like throw them around like fucking rag dolls. yeah really she should just sit up when they're holding the, her, her yeah, and just they're like, all like them. pushing as yeah. hard as they can and she just it's sits like, up yeah. normally it'd be like holding a fucking gorilla down like you're not holding a yeah. gorilla down like Vulcans you know? are three times stronger yeah. than human beings yeah, I don't think you realize fucking how fucking strong that is yeah, you could lift a car. You could literally lift up a car. They're like uh they're <laughs> wild strong, but not yeah. in this episode. They're normal. Nah, that's fine. But I do like how they like them like kinda like with the phaser and then it like doesn't do anything and they're like, Okay, better turn it up a notch, you know. <laughs> yeah, the stun isn't keeping them down. They're just getting back yeah. up, which I think the episode is attributing to the trillium D and not the fact that Vulcans are hardy as fuck. Oh, they're D'd up, yeah. <laughs> um where was i oh yeah the vulcan with the pipe uh, <laughs> archer grabs him and wrestles into the ground and uh the dude scratches him on the face which is like in a zombie movie would be like oh yeah. no he's he's gonna get zombied but like yeah and not what this is i'm sure it's like a homage right it's like a you're supposed to be yeah. like oh shit right to paul but- shoots him with a gun uh, but he doesn't fall. Like she pulls out a revolver and she's like, <laughs> but he doesn't. And fall. She like packs it with another musket ball, and, <laughs> and uh, the dude attacks her while she's mid musket. Like she's got the flint in, <laughs> and uh, Ar- she spin kicks him. Yeah, and then Archer shoots him again, and he falls over and he's he like. Over. Ah! Uh, uh. <laughs> Like Resident Evil 1 on the PS1. He slowly falls over. It it just disappears. (laughs) (laughs) And we're left with the question of, is this really going to be a zombie episode? And the answer is yes. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be right back (laughs) after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, Trish. Todd's working here. Don't remind me. Can he make it all shift without Duracell batteries? I made these special just for <laughs> Guess not. The copper top. <laughs> Stop them all. Back to the Welcome back everybody. We're talking about Impulse the Zombie Show here on uh, M Class Podcast. That was fun fact. John Laracat, that was the name of it. That's our fun fact of the week. The name of this episode? Yeah. The zombie one. The zombie one. And then WB was like, that's too on the nose. You gotta name it Impulse for some reason. Because it's got pulse in it, and we're all about pulsating dicks on this oh channel. Oh god, that's true. <laughs> it's true, that's dude. That's true. Uh, they're, they're trying to like bring the Vulcan crewmen with them, but uh, two more show up with pipes, and they're like, two pipes?! Dude, keep excuse- <laughs> What are we gonna do? <laughs> They've adapted. <laughs> it, take-
1: <laughs> it takes
0: two uh, pistol shots to take it. A- yeah, and even like the fucking like pulse rifle that they have, the the Mako gun, like they hit that motherfucker like four times in the chest with bolts, right? And he's just, and he's still. It's like fuck this, dude. There's I agree you. with Hawkins. Hawkins is like, we gotta fucking kill these dudes. Oh my god! And I was like, yeah, you gotta kill. Them. You're on a rescue mission to save them. That's not good. That's Dude, the opposite. It has changed. Things, circumstances have changed. <laughs> this is very unStarfleet of you, Hawkins. Josh. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm in the Mako's, motherfucker. Josh Hawkins. That's oh, that'd be cool. That's I'm a changing cool last my name. name. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Our names won't be almost exactly the same anymore, though, so... Josh nice. Hawkinson? That would, that we, would work. We go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Vulcans attack Reed and Hawkins, and Hawkins and Reed shoot guns at him, and... Uh, Hawkins gets knocked down, and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he breaks Reed's, his arm. Reed's getting his neck choked, and Archer yeah. shoots the Vulcan. A lot of this episode is just people hitting people with guns... Yeah, this this part is really not complicated. No. <laughs> like they uh, retreat, yeah. and a bunch of other Vulcans, like the Vulcans all start getting back up, and they're like, "Fucking, let's beat it!" Yeah, and like I think uh, Reed or somebody is like, "How many fucking people are on this ship?" One hundred and forty-seven. Yeah. Oh, is that is that it? Okay. And Hawkins <laughs> like I'm setting my weapon to kill. <laughs> yeah. So Paul's like, no, wait, put it back on stun. There's a chance the Vulcans can be rescued. And he looks at her like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's cool though later he says he's sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's a decent guy. (laughs) He's all right. Archer tells him to do it and he does it. He's like, well, a guy with a penis said it, so I guess I'll go. (laughs) I think it's more that she's a Vulcan, but whatever. Yeah, she's Um, also starting to be a little uh, little creepy. She's getting a little worked up here. Yeah. Um, they, they get back to the docking port and then the, the Vulcan zombies are a different type of zombie now because yeah. they just stand there looking at them. They're the Borg. There's a lot of Borg in this, right? This is true. Like, this, this is how the Borgs, Borgs are be. just sci-fi zombies. Yeah. And they're, they just do what they're told. They just think like, they just like, they would stand there like that, like is in he... the way. Isn't the Borg such a genius fucking concept to be able to like yeah, a way is. to fit the zo- like zombie horror yeah. into a hard sci-fi universe. It's it's or really let's say like yeah, jello sci-fi <laughs> universe. <laughs> Jello that's been left out a little bit yeah. too long. Sci-fi Jello, universe. Jello when it gets that weird crunchiness to it. Do you yeah. ever have that? Ugh, fuck that. You take, you, there's a skin on it. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's very uh, uh, taken a lot from uh, Doctor Who, right? The Daleks, right? Yeah, or the Cybermen. Cybermen and Daleks like Cybermen. combined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except they're not made of tin foil. No. Have you ever seen a classic Cyberman? Yeah, I used to watch this show when I was a kid. He's this classic Cybermen have uh, like a lady's legging over their head with a face <laughs> painted on. <laughs> Damn, Britain, I Going love it all out! <laughs> but um, the archers like, we're here to rescue you, and then they shut the fucking hatch, and they can't make it to the shuttle pod anymore. Yep. And then uh, more Vulcans show up, and one of them's got a gun and shoots it, and they shoot His aim's them. terrible. His aim is fucking terrible. And then they go up a ladder to the next deck, <laughs> and then a Vulcan tries to grab Archer, but he knocks him off and closes the hatch. Yeah, why didn't the Vulcans, who were zombies, go into the shuttle pod and like fly it around and shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Why didn't they destroy it? Yeah, or, like, jettison it. Yeah. Uh, they just leave. They just shut the door, and they're like, that'll fix them. And they, Let's just go home. <laughs> they go to meditate in their zombie meditation garden. <laughs> it's made out of limbs. <laughs> uh, Archer can't contact the Enterprise, and T'Pol's like, if we can make it to the bridge and the comm system is intact, we can contact them, but that's seven decks up. And Hawkins goes... <laughs> this sounds like a fucking video game! <laughs> He's like, this sucks! Malcolm's like, why don't we steal one of the Vulcan shuttles? And they look it up, and all the the entire shuttle bay is decompressed. Yeah, it's the part of the ship that's all fucked up, I guess. And they're like, alright, well, we need to get to sick bay. And they're like, well, it's two decks up, so let's go there first. Okay, that's easier. <laughs> This is like Diablo. It's it's very... It reminds me a lot of Dead Space. Yeah, This yeah. whole episode. Yeah, when did Dead Space come out? 98? No. Dead Space came out like 2014, 2015. Really? It's a PS3 game. No! Yeah. It wasn't that. I not know. 2008. Oh. <laughs> it's a PS3 game. No, it's a PS3 game. Mm. Dead Space. <laughs> Dead Space is a science fiction horror. Series. I'm looking it up. It's not telling me. It's just EA, but it's not telling me which. 2008. It's was that three? I guess it was. Yeah. Like a, yeah, it was. Yeah. Ding yeah. dong. PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Windows. Yeah. Jeff being right all the time every day. <laughs> <laughs> suck my dick, suck my dick, suck my dick every day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so Remix that shit. To Paul's like, uh, I think I might be succumbing to the same thing that's affecting the Vulcan crew. And Archer's like, uh, nah. Yeah. He's, We're going to get yeah. you out of here. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's go then. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Shuttle Pod 2 is flying around the asteroids, and they find one that's uh, it has got plenty of trillium right near the surface, and it's off by itself. Yeah, but you can't land on it too good, because no. it's fucking rocks and shit. There isn't a flat spot much bigger than my quarters, says Mayweather. Oh, and Tucker was like, well, we gave you the shittiest quarters on account of you being... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do you know I'm from Florida? <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention I'm from Florida? <laughs> um, but like the thing is, they just fucking crash on it, and I'm like, "Do you not have landing gear?" Was no, this the way they don't. To land, <laughs> they don't. They just get it when they land on things. They just plop it down, man. They don't even have gear. They kind of do that with the with the new shuttles too. They don't have gear. They the, just sit on the nacelles. That's true. Like the like nacelles are the gear, are yeah. like the landing gear though in a way. This one they just fucking flat belly down on yeah. skids. They fucking like a like, uh, belly flop onto the yeah. fucking asteroid. It's like, don't write but, up that landing in your log. He's like, are you kidding? I'm going to recommend you get a catfish. <laughs> I mean metal. A metal catfish. <laughs> Because I'm going to eat the real catfish. <laughs> Only catfish for me. <laughs> he's on that Trellium D, too, in this episode. Damn. He's on that Trellium C catfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think somebody stopped listening to our show because we shit on trips so much. So that's good. <laughs> I think I heard about that, but they, uh, they were they, they, they from Florida? Maybe, maybe they make it to the. The joke is Florida isn't like this, so he should yeah. act like this. He shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they make it to the sick bay, and another Vulcan like fucking just goes what? Jumps off the roof. At them. Yeah. Takes a nose dive. <laughs> they put him in an isolation pod, and T'Pol's like, "Oh my god, that was." Uh, the chief engineer Solon. And oh, I knew him. He was my best friend, and Tom we had like, yoga together. Solon, what's <laughs> up? Why are you acting like this? And he's like, Garar. Yeah, he's rawr, like, rawr. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> like Solon, remember when we had yoga? And he's like, Raru, Raru. <laughs> Fucking Solon. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, I'm gonna be just like him. I'm gonna be a Rauru just like him. I'm turning, I'm turning into a Rauru. And Archie's like, look, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna yeah. be good. It's uh, it's uh, all rainbows and sunshine from here on out. Don't Chill worry. Chill out. Mission accomplished, Banner. They <laughs> uh, They head through some Jeffrey's tubes, which might not be called Jeffrey's tubes on a Vulcan ship. I don't know. I think they're just, they're called like, Solok tubes or something. They're named after Solon. Too bad that guy got fucked. Solon. Solon Solon. tubes. But T'Pol stops and they're like, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. Yeah. And they're like, look, we're out of the access tube. We need to get past this debris. We're gonna go look ahead. Hawkins, you stay here with T'Pol. Yeah. Even though you're the guy with the big gun. You stay here. (laughs) Yeah, no, no reason, just no reason for that. And <laughs> Hawkins gives Paul some water, and she thanks him, and she apolog- and he apologizes for earlier. Yeah, and he's like, he's, "You're right, it's a rescue mission, and I just love shooting guns so much. I just love murder so much. Well, it's not every day you get the murder Vulcans who were also zombies. It's like guilt-free murder." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he he dumps some exposition for us, the dumbass audience. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, how can they be so violent when Vulcans don't even have emotions? Yeah, and then I rolled my eyes and I was like, Oh like, it's a common misconception. They do have emotions, but they're kept suppressed and under control. Yeah, and Hawkins goes Ugh. Well, Hawkins <laughs> goes, Today I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> you learn something every day if you pay attention. I think my favorite part about Hawkins is his 2003 ass, like spiky hair that he has. <laughs> be he's does. like, he's going to Warp Tour after the shoot. You know, know like he's it. getting ready. He's going go to listen to Simple Plan. <laughs> yeah, Simple Plan and Phoenix TX. Uh, but she talks about Vulcan's past, which we've touched on a few times in Enterprise and yeah. earlier, but. Uh, where Vulcan was just a fucking madhouse where people just warred all the goddamn time. Yeah, they were they were horny for that nuke war, man. And this is, like, maybe a product of post-9-11-ness in this show, which is always yeah. comes up when you talk about Enterprise. Yeah. But I feel like in literally any other Star Trek show, after she says, "'Vulcans were once extremely violent and paranoid, we almost brought ourselves to the brink of destruction,' Mm-hmm. In literally any other Star Trek series, they would uh, he would say doesn't sound too different than humans. Yeah, they would say yeah. Or like yeah. that happened with us as well. Yeah. Like, but in in this, it's like, nah, we're the fucking best. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, America rules. Makos are like fucking SEAL Team Six, and they fucking killed Osama bin Laden. Sorry, <laughs> space Llama bin Laden. S- space bin Laden. <laughs> space. Space Llama, where you been hiding? <laughs> uh, they uh, they open the hatch, and there's nobody there. Ta-da. And then Archer comes out, and two Vulcans Grow! at him again. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And he shoots one with his rifle. With Raid shoots one with a rifle, and then Archer just knocks the other one out with a single punch, which is like impossible. Like, Have, do you remember when Ker- when Kirk? slapped Spock as Spock. hard as he fucking yeah. could and Spock barely even made a motion. Well when they yeah, when they're doing the fucking fight the dun, 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 yeah. fight uh, you know like he's like, hitting him and Spock's like whatever man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like when the salt monster Yeah, like Attacks Kirk and punches him and sends him flying across the fucking room. Yeah, and then the salt monster hits Spock and he barely turns his head. (laughs) Yeah, how how much more strong are gorillas than humans? Like, because it's comparable. It's pretty comparable. Stronger than humans. Like, what are. is the power level of a gorilla? Yeah, I need a scouter. <laughs> oh wow, that's really strong. Like, how They're much? They're twenty times stronger Jesus, than Jesus fuck, that's really maybe fucking I'm, strong. Maybe I'm not using this scale correctly. I don't but know. But three times the size, like th- that's like three grown men well, gorillas fighting. Gorillas can like rip the metal off the side of a car, like without yeah. even trying. So there is that. Yeah, gorillas are more like, uh, like Drax from <laughs> like Guardians, drax right? sclounced. Drax them, Drax them, <laughs> <sclamps>. Uh <laughs> Back on one of the asteroids, <laughs> Travis and Tucker are uh, collecting. They got a big old box full of trellium ore to bring back to Grandma's house. <laughs> Good day of picking trellium ore, Travis. <laughs> and they're like oh we it's sort of racist we had a uh, oh yeah jesus yeah i didn't even uh, think of i didn't even think about that tucker uh, to paul apparently had an accident while trying to synthesize trellium d we learned we get that little exposition. yeah they blow here. up the they blow up the lab or whatever uh the asteroid gets a spatial anomaly and hoshi like calls them and is like hey there's a spatial anomaly and they're like yeah i fucking heard about it yeah i heard about it <laughs> They're off course, heading into a denser area of the field, and they look up and just like a fucking like moon-sized asteroid is heading towards them. It's really cool. Like this is really cool, right? Like it is. It's cool. It's scary in a way that the zombie story could never possibly come near. This to me is like how this show should should be like a lot of the time and it is they do a really good job in this show with this stuff where like the reality of space travel is it dawns on them right like oh this is fucking dangerous as shit right like They're not treating it like it's dangerous. But then it turns out to be horrifically dangerous. Which is like kind of what the Vulcans were talking about, right? They're like, Hey humans, like you don't know what it's like out there. Like there's some crazy shit going on, right? Yeah, and what about this fucking expanse place where you can get some (laughs) of the hottest drugs known to Vulcan kind? (laughs) It's like behind the mall back there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And humans are like, nah, we're fine. Fuck it. And it turns out they are. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Trip and Travis board shuttle pod two, and they launch, and the asteroids collide just as they make it out, and one of their thrusters gets fucked. Yeah, they're down to one. They make it back fine. It's whatever. I think another uh, time when this is a really cool thing is when they land on the spheres later, and the shuttle craft like flies itself up, like it gets like like they're not in it. And, like, and they have to shoot the thruster out, and it's like, if they miss it, they're stuck there forever oh, and they yeah. die. Oh, yeah, Jesus. That's, that's really cool, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> They have made it to the Soleil's engine room, Archer's team. But they find out that the transceivers are too damaged to use. Great. Good thing we came here. And they like, <laughs> she's, like, uh, freaking out. T'Pol's losing it, but she's like, Reed, you just need to encrypt... The locking mechanisms, right? You sure. need to figure this shit out. I'm and, giving this job to Reed. Reed, yeah, and Reed's <laughs> like, <"Whoa>, "Okay, boss." <laughs> he's like, hey, "Over here, mate." <laughs> uh, they gotta. They finally get a transmission going, and Archer's like, "Hey, can you come and get us?" And they're like, "Well, the shuttle pod two is fucked, so it's gonna be a couple hours." Oh, cool. And he's like, "Here's some bio data from." Uh, from some shitty Vulcan zombies, and also to Paul. See if you can get Phlox to analyze it. He's in this episode, right? Yeah, Phlox is like, doing like a, a flower arranging class at the time, and he's like, hitting on all He's watching all the, the movie by himself at movie night. <laughs> Where is everybody? <laughs> Son-in-law. He's, he's like sitting in the middle of the room, just cheers everybody. <laughs> And he's like, I guess they don't want to watch Son-in-Law. Oh. <laughs> that that weasel sure is hilarious. <laughs> is he some kind of hybrid? The weasel. The weasel. That's the best impression I do. Wasting the gist. <laughs> uh, I guess Patrick Warburton is probably the best impression I do. That was a good weasel. I don't know. So. Yeah, you gotta do That's what really you, good. uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's really good. It's the poison, the poison for Cusco. I can't believe we Cusco's got Patrick poison. Warburton. <laughs> do me a, do me a solid. Head on over to, uh, com slash Podcast. <laughs> Sign up for the highest tier available. We should just get all the celebrities to do our thing. It's me, the whistle. Head on over to <laughs> patreon.com slash <podcast. laughs> <laughs> What we oh, really wait. need to do is get Reese's the wise on this shit. I don't work for free, young man. <laughs> you don't work at all, Reese's. <laughs> I worked on your mother's coochie last night, boy. Damn, he got me. Dang he, he that's a lie. He was here all night eating fucking peanut butter pretzels, dude. <laughs> he's still living a better life than me. He got, cr- got crumbs all over the place. Uh T'Pol has rerouted the bulkhead controls to engineering, <clears> and they're trying to and Reed is realigning the actuator circuits. That's but cool. T'Pol gets electromacuted. Bzz. And she's like, read you fucking moron! Yeah, she flips shit. And then right? she throws the fucking circuits yeah. at him and Archer. He's like, Read, you tiny dick little bitch. He's like, you did it wrong. <laughs> He's like, my word. <laughs> um, why <laughs> I never. Ooh, I never. The queen shall hear about this one. Um, <laughs> he didn't buy. it does sound like he didn't <laughs> She's like, you're doing this on purpose. Yeah, she's paranoid. This is shit. why you looked at those star charts without me, <laughs> dude. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Going from A to B to G here, buddy. Zero to a thousand in one second. Archer's like, look, we're gonna get off the ship safely. And Don't worry, it'll be fine. I'll start in stars and rainbows. Remember? Yeah. And Reed's like, always wins. Reed's like, let's blow up the fucking ship. <laughs> Paul's like the warp core would explode and Reed's like, Yeah, I just said that. That's what I'm talking about. Cause a reactor breach, and Archer's like, there isn't any other choice. Yeah, and why did they blow tried it up? Much else. <laughs> I don't know why they blow it up. I guess as an act of mercy. Uh no. They blow it up because it's the easiest way to get back to their ship. Overloading everything causes all of the bulkheads to open, which seems oh, like a mistake. That's design. Right. Yeah, I but guess, yeah. Paul pulls right. out her pistol and points it at Archer. And yeah. everybody points guns at her and reads like, Captain, that phaser's set to kill. Because I can tell. <laughs> I can see the switch from here with my eagle eyes. She switched it to double skull and crossbone settings. <laughs> she she switched it all the way past red into the 11 setting. <laughs> That just has See. a picture of the devil winking on it. Because <laughs> you go straight to him. Paul uh, is like, you're trying to get revenge on the Vulcans who undermines your father's work, who kept you from leading this mission to space for so long. And Archer's like, nah, we're done with that plot. Archer's we're done. like, we're that was past two that. seasons ago. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. We don't do... That's fine. I'm cool now. Fucking T'Paul's like... <laughs> You, you fucking did it. And Archer's like, we were on a break! <laughs> uh. But Archer's like, why would we keep our weapons on stun if we were trying to kill the Vulcans? It's not yeah. logical. Oh, there's the L word again. Then the, there's a banging on the door and everybody turns to look and Archer goes, hi And karate chops to Paul's gun out of her hands. Yeah, he fucking... He, uh... Uh, kirks the shit out of that yeah. gun. And he grabs it and points it back at her, which, if I was her, would make me more paranoid, not less. Yeah, they'd have been like, I was right! Yeah. You fucker. You human fuck. But uh, they figure out, back on the Enterprise, that the Trelium is the cause of the Vulcan crew going nutso. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Flox is like, she needs to be near large quantities of Trelium to go fucking nuts. And that's why oh, she's Oh, I wonder bonkers. where that is. Yeah. Why is that happening? The Soleil wandered into an asteroid field loaded with crocodile. Dude. And they got fucked on it. And nobody had a corporate meeting about it with a cop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, children. All right, adult children. Let me explain marijuana to you. Marijuana. Not even once. Never. Straight edge, am I right? Cool kids. Fellow cool kids. (laughs) Adult cool kids. (laughs) Trillium-D is a potent neurotoxin to the Vulcan nervous system. Doesn't do shit to us. We're fine. Yeah, we can... It's like asbestos to us. It doesn't do anything to us. No, asbestos is good for you, actually. Yeah. Eat as much as you want. Put it in your snow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back on the Soleil, Vulcans rip open the wall and pull out a bunch of uh, circuits... Yeah. And cool. uh it cuts <laughs> off the communication.
1: And then oh, they f- fuck they figured it out. They
0: flood the compartment with hexafluorine gas, which seems like you would have to have some sort of like mental faculties to be able to do that. Yeah, I also, don't know. Also why like, can they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like I've never Maybe. I've been to like government buildings and shit and they don't have hexafluorine gas settings as far as you know. I guess that's true. You don't know what the government is up to. The government floor Hexafluor- The government's floor. trying to take my baby. Gas. What's hexafluorine gas? It's a thing. She's Sulfur hexafluoride, it her ass. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> Hexafluoride—that's what it is on Earth. Uh, I don't know. There's an article for hexafluorine here. I could colorless, odorless gas. It's used in electrical circuit interpreters. Interrupt. You can definitely see it. Well, the hexafluorine, I guess, is different. It's just chlorine. Hexafluorine was a gas, deadly to humans. What a cool article! Thanks. Wow, that explains a lot. Well, (laughs) I (laughs) asked a stupid question, I guess. Uh, they're trying. The Vulcans are like banging down the door, trying to get in, even though the room is the tiny room, which is apparently main engineering. Yeah, it's really small. Is uh, again, that's that Roger Corman magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though there's horrible murder gas in there, they want in. <laughs> With Human flesh. They escape from another Jeffrey's tube, and mm-hmm. uh, the the Vulcan ship is. Uh, Gonna overload and fuck, uh, fuck up, right? It's like breaking apart explosions. Yeah. To Paul keeps trying to run away, and they keep grabbing, and then the video game gets real hard. Yeah, there's all it's hard mode now. It's like the last level of yeah. uh Yes, yeah, SwoTOR. No, of the Old Republic. When you got to fight like sith every fucking two feet oh yeah there were sure <laughs> a lot of sith back then. dude nah. oh my god there's so fucking many bad guys in the last level it reminds me of uh the newer jedi game with uh cal kestis yeah with all the fucking troopers and shit. every trooper yeah. who ever lived has an electric stick they do the stick yeah yep. none of them have guns oh god where'd he go i love that <laughs> How is he doing this, dude? I love the new the new ones coming out. He looks so hot in the new he's one. He's got a little bit of a uh, five o'clock shadow, even though he still looks like fourteen. He's he's a growing boy. I'm excited. <laughs> I like the first one. The first one is really good. Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it was alright, but I did like it. <laughs> I liked it from a story point of view. Yeah, I, I thought, thought the was story was fun. The game uh, will I make you the lady punch. from Mad TV did a great job. She was great. Uh, Marin is steals the show. Yo, you fucking love Marin. I don't I it's because she's like kind of like dumb. Like she's not dumb, but she's kinda like I don't understand your jokes and like I love yeah, that she went from being yeah. like a yeah. murderous villain to just yeah. being like one of the crew so she's like I never really had these jokes to laugh at. Yeah, she's out of fish out of water, right? I like that. But there's there's a big hole in the floor. So now you have to play that balancing game where you hold the stick in the middle and you have to keep moving it back and forth to balance your character. Oh shit. <laughs> and <laughs> In a really funny fucking turn of events, right? Like, Archer and Reed pick up a big fucking piece of framework, right? Like a big piece of metal from the wall. Mm -hmm. And they're struggling so hard to carry it together. Yeah. And they throw it over the hole. And, you know, we get this big action scene where the ship's getting rocked around and Vulcan crew members are, like, jumping at him and holding on and all this. And once they get across the gap... Reed picks it up by himself and throws it over the edge. (laughs) He gets super (laughs) strength. He gets three times stronger than (laughs) a normal human. He hits his Bane button. He does. He juices up on phantom real quick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they get back in <laughs> Shuttle pod 1, and because the stakes aren't high enough, the docking clamps have locked into place. Of course. Of course. And the ship's exploding, but thankfully you get your big damn heroes moment. Your, your fucking fans of TV tropes know this one. Yep. They fly in in Shuttlepod 2, and they shoot a perfectly aimed phase cannon
1: to so only good. hit the
0: docking clamp and break so it. So good. And they fly away just as the ship fucking explodes, and 147 Vulcans burn to death. Oh, they probably don't burn to death, but like they probably get vaporized. Yeah, which is <laughs> or, that's how I want to go. Or they are near an explosion and it rips them apart like a ragdoll. They're standing next to a uh, like readout or a monitor, and it explodes yeah. and kills them instantly. And they die from monitor explosion. I guess I don't know. Uh, then we flash forward past the flash forward and, uh, we learn that they can't use the, uh, Trillium yet. So it's being put in a biohazard locker. I'm sure that'll come back later. Yeah, that won't, that won't come back at all, but they, they have to Paul recovering in sick bay and flocks is like, we, you got her back just in time, but it'll be several days before she has full emotional control. Yeah. But don't talk to her too long. Cause she's fucking nuts she fucking start talking about like num numerology and shit he's <laughs> Essential
1: like, oils. like fucking
0: hysteria am i right <laughs> yeah, women um <laughs> but she's like she's like fucking drop me off on the next habitable planet <laughs> dude yeah it's like fuck that. Oh, she's like what no <laughs> yeah what are you talking about uh he's like he does one of his famous lines where he's like, I can't try to save humanity without sac- while sacrificing the things that make me human. Yeah, and it made you cry. That's why you're <sighs> crying right now. Yeah, I was uh, creoning. Creon. Then we flash to Tuesday Night Movie Night. Oh, it's Tuesday Night Movie Night. I mean, Here we go. They're watching a mystery movie and not a comedy, and that lets you know something's off. Something's <laughs> up, yeah. Flox is having some popcorn. And him and Tucker won't shut the fuck up during the movie, which seems perfectly in character. Flox is like, I cut a hole in the bottom of this popcorn, as is tradition. <laughs> Reach down in there and give me a good popcorn tug. Give me a good old tuggy. He uh, But Paul's like, hey, why don't you guys shut the fuck up? Yeah, she's like... Shut up and use logic quietly. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're trying to solve the mystery using logic. You should appreciate it. She's like, well, use logic more quietly. <laughs> but then there's a tactical alert. Oh, shit. And uh, Paul, runs down some corridors and some Dutch angles. Very Roger Corman. So many Dutch angles. And uh, you get the monster running by in the background shot that's in every yep. Roger Corman movie. Yep. And he, she gets in the elevator and gets attacked by a Salea crew member. They're here! Fuck! How'd they get on the ship? And when she runs out onto the, uh, onto the deck, there's like she's on the (gasps) Salea, and a bunch of Vulcans run out and they grab her and they're like yelling out her name, and Raru! Raroo (laughs) Pole. And she wakes up in sick bay freaking out and Dr. Flox is like, You're you're on the Enterprise, you're safe. You're safe. Yeah, you're safe. And she You realized, don't have PTSD or nah. traumatic it's you're fine. We won't talk about this ever again. <laughs> Until you become addicted to that shit. We hid in the cargo bag. Yeah, lay down. Lay down and don't worry about your horrible, crippling addiction that's about to yeah, happen. it's fine. She smoked weed once, and now look at her. <laughs> you smoke weed, you go straight to Trellium D within a month. <laughs> within a, a month? Bro, it's like an hour later. You're like, hit me up. The weed isn't hitting anymore. I gotta get something harder, like Trellium D. <laughs> I'm skipping over the cocaine. <laughs> You wanna know what we think about this episode? Boy howdy, so do I. You should wait <laughs> through this commercial break. Cause we'll be right back after these messages. It's the freak phone, and here's the party freak. Freddy freaker, uh, dance new sensation. Happin' the nation, doing the freak. Call now one nine hundred four nine oh freak. Join the party! Way to hear what's scamming from New York to LA. Call now, one nine hundred four nine oh three. What's happening? What's jamming? Party till you drop. Dollar hear the action. What's hot and what's not? Call now, one nine hundred four nine oh three. Two dollars a call. Back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's that time of the day. In every episode, I don't know what time of day it is for you. Fuck off. But this time on Damn. this episode, it's time to wheel out the Cochran to Catfish warp scale of quality. <laughs> yep. Um, here it is in its beautiful glory. If you get a zero, <laughs> it's a, I guess if you get a one... It's a a Cochrane, even though he was the reason the Federation exists, the savior of mankind, and also from a great movie. And there's a statue made of uh, in Bozeman, Montana. And if you get a 10 out of 10, it's the best you can get that's a catfish, even though that's from one of the worst episodes of Star Trek ever made. Did somebody say catfish? It's, It's best not to... Get the fuck out of here, Tucker. Tucker is a five. A Tucker, a a trip. Tucker is a five. I don't want to have this much Tucker on one list. To be real honest with you. Oh well, fuck you too. That's fine. I deserve it. I deserve it. (laughs) What did you think of this episode, Josh? Uh, this one's like pretty okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real generous and give it a seven. That's nice of you. It's (laughs) I don't know. This this uh, season makes the show better, and this is like a pretty cool like storyline that they follow that I really like. Um the episodes not terrible. There's a lot of like not a lot of things happening, but yes. like it's it's very much like an action heavy yeah. kind of like horror episode. I think it's important to put right here at the end of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. Should have
0: been at the beginning. Uh don't watch this episode if you're photosensitive. Oh, yeah, there's a lot it, there of... There's strobing lights, lights yeah. for almost the entire episode, to the point where I'm, I'm not even photosensitive, and I was like, man, this is going to make me sick. It made me go to sleep. I fell asleep. And you gave it <laughs> seven? Or, well, I was really tired. Uh, no, I mean, I've seen this one before, and, like, I you know, I, I do like to Paul a lot. Like I like her as a a character character. She's uh Jolene Blaylock is a great actress. Yeah. She's really hot (laughs) also. So seven point five. No, (laughs) seven. Um I am going to give this episode a six point five. That's totally fair. I was gonna give it a. Actually, I'll give it a six because five is like middle of the road, boring. Yeah, right? it's not a five. It's not a five. It is not a five. I think it is. It's a six or a six point five because the episode itself, it it didn't keep my attention the entire time, but yeah. it was not boring for the most part throughout the episode, and I think that's the strength of this episode is entirely in Paul's. Character, Acting. yeah, yeah, like what she's going through. Mm-hmm. I think uh, everything else about the episode is mostly throwaway. Yeah, it doesn't really need to happen. Um
1: The and main, it's not, p- yeah, it's
0: not very spooky. I mean, like, no, no. I, I always judge horror movies based on like spookiness, not whether I'm scared of it or not. Because, yeah, I've never like, a been, lot been of afraid horror in my life. Yeah, I'm, I've never felt fear. <laughs> I'm incapable of feeling fear. I'm basically better than a Vulcan. I'm I am Daredevil. I am the man without fear. That's right. <laughs> no, but like a lot of horror movies don't scare me, but are still really great movies. They're creepy, yeah. and they have like a, a spooky factor to them. Yeah, that's like fun horrorness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this episode's spooky factor is actually quite low. Yeah, it's not... It, it's so hard to make a spooky Star Trek. It is. It you is know, very hard to make a spooky cause Star Because you can't Trek. have ghosts. You, can, you know, none of that stuff is real. You can have a candle ghost. You can have a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> can fuck your grandma to death. Yeah, it fucks your grandma to death and now it's coming for yo pussy. <laughs> it's coming for... <laughs> How... I know we talked about this to death in the last episode. How are you going to fuck someone who fucked your grandma? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Jesus. I'm pretty open-minded, but I don't know if I'm that open-minded. I agree. (laughs) Look, I will stick my dick in a literal candle, but if that candle literally fucked my literal grandma... Literally. I'd have to think about. <laughs> Are we talking figuratively or literally here, Josh? Literally. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna give this episode a six. Uh it's all right. That's um, fair. I uh, I feel like I might do six point five because like I said, like the effects on like that's, everything yeah. outside the ships are so fucking well done in this. That's why I'm giving it here. a seven because like really I, I when I was watching it I was like oh man like that's a really good like s- asteroid shot and there are some really bad effects in this show and like, oh the, it shows the era it was from like yes. really harsh in some places but so the, like, this one really stood out as like effective. There's one uh I think it's like season one or two where they go to like a conference, right? And like there's like a wide shot of like the conference and there are people walking on like the daises mm-hmm. and like you look at the people and you're like, Whoa, that is two thousand and two and shit. Those aren't humans. You know, it's it's just yeah. really bad. But I was just impressed like like I said, as soon as I saw the asteroid photo, I was like, damn that cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I no wonder why I'm they stopped s- making this show? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we could just get Archie to, like, bang a bunch of chicks. <laughs> we could just have Archie fight a werewolf. <laughs> Dude, he does. Um, Fights a Dracula, or a zombie. I guess. So he gets a zombie. Um, Sabrina shows up. John Larroquette fun fact of the week. <laughs> the uh, Selea in this episode was designed by John Eaves who of course like created a, a CGI image for it yeah. but it's based pretty heavily on the ring ship Vulcan design uh, that's on display in Star Trek the motion picture that's awesome and now it's like a really uh, prominent part of any any Star Trek like uh, a lower decks obviously uses it yeah the, the Vulcan ship during yep. um, wedge dooge is yep. a ring ship. Yep. It's it's become the Vulcan ship. Yeah, you use it in STO, which um, more and more STO having, a, having an effect on real canon Star Trek. The Enterprise F is a thing now. Oh, yeah, from, yeah, 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 I saw that. From Star Trek Online, they use the same ship. That's pretty so, sick. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be the same captain. He's Andorian. I will say the... Um, the ring ships are almost always portrayed as being science vessels. Yeah, because uh, Vulcan ships are Starfleet ships. Right, right. They're all the- <laughs> You can see some of the uh, effect that Vulcan design has had on the progression of Starfleet ships as well. Mm-hmm. Like even to the like the Enterprise D's nacelles create like a half circle. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah. Pretty sick. Pretty cool. <laughs> this episode's a six. <laughs> you said 6.5. Sure. I give it a 6.5. I'm fine with All that. All right. I, I was uh, impressed. Seven because Archer is uh, the greatest American hero that's ever lived. <laughs> Mission accomplished. USA always wins. USA. 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 <laughs> I'm, I was very impressed with the CGI in this episode for being like 2003 or something. And television, yeah, yeah, on TV on a, on a channel that nobody the CW. watched. Nobody watched it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think what that's a fucking shame. I think uh, it's important to point out that if you're a patron over at patreoncom slash Podcast... Uh you might be gearing up to vote for our next to like suggest and vote on our next collection of episodes mm-hmm but uh we are gonna bypass this this time as we go into the new year mm-hmm uh, I came up with a collection myself because damn i'm i'm you guys keep punishing us <laughs> we need a break we need a few. Good i'm not episodes. I'm not sure what we've done to you all, but <laughs> I think sub Rosa broke you a I little think bit, a little bit. You have like a uh, PTSD, like Saleya dreams about sub Rosa. <laughs> uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter at M class podcast and on Patreon. Uh, at some time in the near future, I'll announce which episodes they are, but I created the best of the rest collection. Hmm. which is a collection of episodes chosen from top ten lists across the internet, then chosen by Jeff to escape bad episode collections. Damn, you're so smart. Democracy works. Um, <laughs> we have a shoot the shit up that'll be up at that point for you guys instead. So Yeah, suckle in the teat of that. It's a great episode where we talk about literally everything but the topic we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, we're not real excited about Christmas. No, we're a couple of grinks. (laughs) Deep Grinches. (laughs) Deep Grinch. That's us. Big into Grinchin' this year. Uh, I think I've been big into Grinchin' since I stopped being a child. Dude, my cat is ripping apart his claw poll thing, so
1: time to say goodbye,
0: I think (laughs) Uh, if you'd like to support the show we could always use it, Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar you get access to behind the scenes posts, wallpapers of every episode, and a discord full of the dopest Star Trek fans on the internet, dope! Uh, for a little bit more money, you get access to uh, M-Class email a week early, a whole other podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. And uh, I also believe that that's the level that you get Jeff and Josh talk over movies. It might be uh, above that even. I'm not sure. We Give us pick more money, you get more shit. That's how it works. Yeah, 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 we yeah. We appreciate that support. Uh, speaking of support, you should support Vitizen. Oh, yeah. Who I'd like to thank for the use of uh, his track, Outer Space Race, for a title music. You can find Vitizen uh, anywhere better music is found or sold or listened to. And you can see a hub of information for him at vitizen.card.co. It's card with two R's. Dude, uh, he sent me a a song from his new album. You lucky fuck. It's fucking good. He's all bangers all the time. I, dude, I, it's fucking good. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That, that dude needs a record deal. I'm not even kidding. I agree. Totally. Like, Like, he's really fucking good. Check out, uh, his, his last full album, Valiant Hearts. It's all killer, no filler. It's so fucking good. Uh, if you'd like to find out further information about us, including a list of every episode we've uh, covered on the show, links to merchandise, if there's any of that left. I don't know. Uh, You can go to mclasspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. What could they do to help out the show, Josh? You can go and rate and review us on iTunes and leave a review, and we will read them, which I didn't open up the thing yet to check if we had new ones. Oh, no. You fucked it i am bad itunes and class i just opened it up (laughs) myself let's see okay here we go here we go i got there uh no oh well that's not good but if you do it it will be good and we'll read it on the show also last last one we got was in october oh that's well we're still in october collection Uh, yeah it's true (laughs) also if you want you know go to reddit and talk about us there and shit like that would really be cool yeah like Uh, if you could spread the word for us about the program that'd be really great we also do another show jeff and i with um some english guy named rich called bros before pros go to reddit and tell them daranos is back and not only that but you get fucking two great other stories that blow my stories away every fucking week Horse Hockey, my man Josh Henderson has not only brought back Daranos for a new audience, a new time period, but he's made stories that are better than anything he had written before in Daranos. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's very nice. And a lie. I'm just not glad you're my friend that you lied lie to me. Mm. It's anyway, truth. He, he created a whole group of characters that I fell in love with instantly called the Flamingos. <laughs> I fucking They're not love flamingos. Them. They're not actual flamingos. As far as we, because they don't, they don't exist. Oh They're yeah, not it's real. true. It's a it's mythical true. bird. True. Fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, check out Bros Before Pros. You can find all the information for that show at Bros Before the letter B, the number four mm-hmm. pros.card.co. Mm-hmm. Dot Card. Dot Co. Again, that's Card <laughs> with two R's. I gotta sneeze. Take it away, Sorry. Josh. All right. <laughs> uh, the, he's sneezing. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm back. I'm <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. We'll be back in one week with more M Class goodness. Bye bye. Bye. Be alone. I'm mentally ill.